And we're live. Hello. We are. That is a cool intro. I did like that. Oh, bless you. If <laughs> <laughs> you come again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are live. It's uh, just gone two o'clock. It's Tales of the Home episode. What are we on now? Episode 15 now. God. <laughs> 15, blimey, it is 15, isn't it? Episode 15, wow. Well, I'll let you do the introduction then, uh, Steve. Well, good afternoon to everybody in chat. As you can see, he was such a hit last week, we had to get him back. <laughs> the Pinoy powerhouse. <laughs> the man of Manila. The <laughs> man of Manila. <laughs> in the red corner. <laughs> All the, the way from all the way from Rygate in Mozambique. <laughs> Colin Bomba Harris. <laughs> Sorry. Not on my Harris. He's back. Say good afternoon, young Ben. Good afternoon, young Ben. <laughs> hey, I like him. He does things. <laughs> How's the batteries, says Bill Richards? They're fine, thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to live that one down. I don't you think are never going to live that one down. <laughs> I should never um, post it. If you've seen his post over the week, you've seen that uh, the Philippines has been hit badly. You know, Monsoon season, I believe, Ben, isn't it? Certainly is. It certainly is. We're lucky that we haven't had a big typhoon yet, but uh, we're expecting three or four this month to, to hit. So that will be bat batting, batting down the hatches and uh, and hope for the best. Ooh. And your good lady's been out uh, doing her first aid bit, hasn't she, in uh, helping folks? She has. She's been a been a very good girl. To, she only because she got called in. <laughs> she got she got a phone call. Come and help. So uh, she shot off to a uh, um, an emergency uh, centre and uh, sorted out a few of the the kids and stuff. But uh, as I said earlier, she's she's lying in bed now with a snotty nose. I think uh, she's called a bit allergy off of someone. Bless her. And I've just kicked her off the internet to give me enough bandwidth, so she's not going to be happy. Dead man walking. Dead man walking, <laughs> definitely. I've just, I, I, there's, a, there's, a, there's a door just over in that direction, and I've, uh, I've, they're sliding doors with the little latch to lock them. So I'm waiting for her to sort of come and look, look in here to see if she can get on the internet soon. <laughs> she can't get in. Well, I mean, for those that saw the Phoenix Vapes picture, <clears throat> There was a great picture of you all dressed up in your whistle and flute. Uh, I think you were... Was oh, yes. Wedding? Yeah, it was me mate's wedding uh, 18 months ago. Your good lady was absolutely stunning in that picture. <laughs> the old trout, yeah. <laughs> you can't call her that. She was... I'm trying to save your life here. <laughs> you were she knows I'm... <laughs> no, 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 change your glasses, I've had to. <laughs> yes, now with built-in fat filter. <laughs> you two yes. look like Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's the Heath Robinson version, mate. <laughs> no, no, that's getting ugly women laid for the last 150 years. <laughs> Trust me, works for blokes and all. Mickey Murky, sure, yeah. 
Right. Well, I think we've right. tickled that fancies. <laughs> You've introduced Ben. We haven't introduced my wonderful co-host, Solo. Hey, up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm full of snot and bubbles, but this is not a cold, this is blooming hay fever. Honestly, it's had me up all night. I'm absolutely shattered, yeah. Honestly, I feel like I've just got loads of ants in my nose. So it's like... uh, So, yeah. Are you good with antihistamines and stuff? Are you allowed to take those? I'm allowed to take them, but uh, they shoot me bloods up like nobody's business, so I have to be careful. Oh, fun. Knock, knock you out as well. No, the ones that I'm, I'm using ones called Benadryl and they're not uh, drowsy ones, but yeah. it just plays havoc with my bloods because I'm uh, diabetic as well. So, Ouch. Play, oh, well, I didn't know. Yeah. 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 So it plays yeah. with, with all that lot. So, yeah, all fun. <coughs> oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And prior, so, to the, prior to this, I've been doing the up and closes for this week's reviews. So, yeah, very, very quiet. <laughs> Mm. Been a busy morning for him, bless him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, big welcome to everybody that's in chat. We've got Bill Richards, Chris Doyle, Gav Evans, Labworks. Afternoon, Paul. Evening, even. Evening, Paul. You're in it. Yeah. Evening, Paul. Yeah, he's, he's a couple of hours ahead of me, so it's about 11 pm over there now, I think. Yes. Uh, Rachel, good afternoon. Did you sort the fight out on the sofa, love? Uh, Shane Davis, good afternoon. Tetley, Timmy, Timmy. and Mobro, good afternoon, sir. Nice to see you, mate. Right, so, Mark, do you want to kick off the buffet, sir? Kick off buffet? I'm on that, that, and that. There you go. Job, job, good, isn't it? Took buffet. Took buffet. Took buffet. Right, on buffet today, I've got me curling in which I've just done the up and closely review on. I've got that on my hex at the present moment with the gorgeous, oh, I just love this stuff. It's the chestnut cake. Absolutely love that. Beautiful. I had a knuckle tester that on Friday. That is wicked stuff. It really is. I've got the uh, G100 from uh, True uh, Tree of Life. Uh, mods, uh, just done the open closely of that one. Got the NOSP Nano with the bubble glass from uh, Hip Hop Juice on top of there. And finally, but not leastly, I have got the um, Turin Solo on top of the on bottom of the Turin Mech. That's it. That's all I have got juice wise in that one. I've got the Zap Juice Pink Punch with the caffeine in it, finally done with that one. And in the turret, I've got uh, Cherry Bait Will from Double Drip. There you go, jobs are good. And I bet you can't guess what beverage that I'm drinking. Little can of cock, Coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I've got. I've got all the bits and pieces, as you know. And Oh, I've got the um, um, V-Zone. Uh, Mouth to lung uh, disposable tank. Trying their new one at the moment as well. So, yep. Oh, the Preco one. Mm. Yeah. So, Oof. just started playing around with that and uh, I've started playing around with your pod. Excited. Another pod. Another pod. It's excitement. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's so, I'm so excited. It's really exciting. I can't 
Honestly, to being a vape reviewer is really exciting at the moment. It's really good. <laughs> Brilliant! tell you is. Hold on, let's have a look. To his left, there's a little set of shelves. And on those shelves, there's enough toilet no. room to keep this show going for about seven hours. Oh, that's behind me. <laughs> oh, that's yours, yeah. Mark's is off to his left. Oh, sorry. Right, 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 right. <laughs> There's wood ones, there's brass ones, there's plastic ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ann Summers. Ooh. <laughs> it gets you all out. Just let no Tetley, <laughs> just let you know that I put that blog on my website as well. What are we looking at? Um, we wrote a, a little um, ashtray blog. Uh, asked us to write a little piece about a mod that you've you've had for a really long time and you still use. Right. And Timmy's, uh, Tetley's uh, putting it as well, the actual blog. So, uh, oh, and I wrote a little piece as well. It's very Sweet. good. And it's available on the Tales from the Own blog on, off, the, off the website. Hmm. We've got a link to uh, the Astro, which is a really good blog as well. Yeah, mm. it is. James from really uh, ESIG Direct. So what are you mm. on then, uh, Stevie Baby? Right, so, That's thanks true. to a very kind man, <coughs> the uh, off next mesh, the conical coils, that's on top of the Soul Keeper. That is nice. Yes. I do like that Soul Keeper. Currently set up in 18650 mode. So is the Soul Keeper the one that you can upside down 21? Okay. That's the one. Yeah. Because um, it's got a standard 510 on, we thought... Oh, Mark tried it on Friday and just whacked his tank on with the 18, right. Was it eighteen six fifty or was it the twenty one? Yeah, the twenty one in. Um, so I wasn't as brave as he is, so I, I chickened out and shoved the eighteen six fifty in, and it's producing a lovely vape. I must admit. Yeah, I mean, I put um, the Kylie on it, didn't I? It was yeah. gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous on there. I mean, didn't you reckon it was? Pumping out around a sort of 80 watt. I would feet. say it was about 80 watt it was pumping out. Yeah. Because yeah, you get a little bit. You can, build, you can build your coils to the wattage that you want. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And you just allow for a little bit of sag on the uh, on the battery and, uh, and on the actual mod itself, and you can work out pretty close what you're going to get. I mean, to be fair, there's not a lot of sag on it. Not a huge amount of sag on it at all. Mm. Um, and it's got a, it has got a lovely button. Oh yeah, that was. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just like Can a mic button. <laughs> if you're a good boy. <laughs> I hit that. Okay, buddy. Yeah, it's just like a MyTech switch. It's very, very similar to a MyTech switch. Very, very clicky. Mm. Very responsive. You feel like you're clicking a button. It's right. absolutely banging. To be fair, forty quid. <coughs> I ain't going to argue. No. For the quality, wow. the quality of the build and everything, the, the threads are nice. There's right. no horrible grind when you swap the top cap for the end cap and sure. vice versa. Yeah. So Who's it made by? Uh, you will. Oh, okay. Well, they've been known in the past for doing some really good kit, haven't they? So this, it's, only the city, it's only the city watch and stuff that's come up recently that have maybe put a bit <laughs> of a spare in the works. I don't know. I mean, I think the watch has got its place, but... Uh, as I, was, I, was actually, 
Yeah, I was actually thinking of getting one for the old trout for um, for when she goes hiking and stuff. Mm. Mm. Obviously, in between sort of jump off point and they have regular stops. It's it's convenient just to have a little one on her wrist to her, okay. um, and then she, <laughs> and then she keeps her, her proper. With her. <laughs> well, that's what, well, that's what we were talking about because we were on about it with Chris prior to uh, Thursday's show, and he was on about it. Well, he says, "Well, you can have one on a lanyard." I says, "Yeah, but I says, thing is though, I says, places like where I work, you can't have a device on your lanyard if you're working with machinery and things like that. Mm. So, one on a watch is perfect." Sorry, Labworks is saying uh, hashtag Show me your button. That's my button I'm on at the moment. <laughs> there you go. Hold on. <coughs> there you go. It's rather a nice little button. Um, <laughs> it's so only that, yes, my little button. <laughs> in that, I've got the horny flavour pineapple, which is that's good. I enough, still like them bottles. They are nice, aren't they? Mm. Nice to look at. If you have a red he's one, got look... he's got his rubbing alcohol out again. Thing is, though, if he has a red one, it'll look like ketchup ball. Well, ah, I'm thinking about seriously thinking about washing that one out for mayo. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the drag, and I've got the second helping of the off uh, next mesh on that, but that's got the straight glass. That's on temperature control, so I'm trying that out. That's not a bad little vape either. Um, Flavour's pretty good, but I would say if you haven't used one, have a look at Mark's review because he nails all the niggly points on it. Mm. You still get juice under the tip. The bloody silly, there's like a little rubber sheet over the fill hole. And the amount of juice I've had down my knuckles this morning because I haven't quite got the tip in. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Stop you... it. No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> In that, I've got the old sweet shop sour cherries. That is gorgeous. That is a you, lovely, lovely. You mentioned that earlier. Have you, is that the only one from the range that you've got, or have you got other stuff from the same no, range? No, no, that's. I don't get sent stuff because I don't review. So anything I, I show, right. I bought. So I've only right. got the one, one from the minute. Um, and finally, got the Zeus X on top of the VK Flash. And in that, we've got the Tropic King Maui Mango. That is going down really well as well. So, seeing it seems you went all Heath Robinson, and I don't want your TP catching fire. <laughs> what have you got to show us, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> right. Same as last week. I can't put this down. That's the uh, Vicious Ant. Um, all-in-one squonk, uh, what do they call it, the club, mm. Club Amiga. I showed you that last week. Still on the Danessa because I, I've not used that for months, and I fired it up last week to show you. Oh, and I, again, it's, I've, just, I've just fallen back in love with it. Um, can I see if my, you can. my Kellogg's Cornflake tin will work? If I disappear, I'll uh, we'll, we'll sort it out. But let's see if my Kellogg's Cornflake tin will work. Right, it worked. Let me show you this. Um, because I've got the Danessa out, can you hear me clearly? Yeah. Because I'm leaning yes. away from the mic. Yeah. Um, I've got me. I've got me Purge B2B V4 out. 
with the uh, skull cap. And the reason I got that, I don't know whether you're going to be able to see that on this camera. I got the, um, oops, which way? Uh, guess who's the That's camera it. expert? Yeah, there you go. It's the it's the new, um, what do they call that? It's constant contact switch that I bought for it. So I've gone from a uh, an arky, arky nasty little switch to, uh, to a full contact, which makes it a little bit heavier, but makes uh, makes for a better uh, better vape experience. I'll uh, sorry about all the thumbprints and stuff, but so uh, I've been using that. So that's me purge B to the V4. Um, what else have I got here? Okay, this is one that we were talking about, but I don't think I showed it off. I've, I've, again, something else I can't put down. That's me. Um, oh, you dot mod. Dot, me dot mod uh, AIO. The uh, the little all in one, the sort of uh, bit on that you see there. It's like a bidet box type rip off, but it's a lot lot smaller. Um, I haven't got something I can put it next to to show you, but it's it's quite small mod. So um, nice that though. Yeah, that's the inside. At, at the top, I don't know whether you can see it. Let's grab that. At the top there, mm. I'm, I'm using the uh, the conversion for the Nautilus coils. And in yeah. fact, a lot, lot of people say how good the Dotmog coils are. That the, the new the new Nautilus um, uh, what's it called? The new Nautilus mesh 0.7 ohm are. Dunning coils. Mm. They are so so good. I think they're designed for the um, the uh, is it the what's the pod kit? Is it um, Nautilus something pod kit? Oh blooming heck! Um, well, that is yeah. designed for that. Right. Okay. The pod kit. Now reviewed it. Brain's gone dead. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is a a local handmade mod. Oh, that's from nice. DPM from DPM mods. It's called the Magi. It's um, DNA uh, two seven two two fifty. Mm. Um, can can we see that there? Dual battery, Ooh. squonk. As you can see, it's a really weird shape. Yeah, but I bet it's but comfy though. It's, so I'll show you when I when I if I can swap back cameras. Um, it works. It, you can see it in my hand there. It's just, it's just perfect. Mm. I can thumb fire, squawk there. The uh, the atomizer on that is the five A's uh, basic. That comes from just down the road as well. That's a titanium uh, titanium atomizer, single coil jolly, proper sort of slammed flavour banger. Banger. That's uh, that's usually in my rotation. So there's that. Um, there we go. Another, oh, Jesus, that's a fingerprint magnet. That's my Spade Mech 21700. That's the v version 2 that came out a couple of months ago. That doesn't have the little hole in the back of it you have to poke the bottle out with. All right. Um, mm. You've got, the, the, there you go. You've got the, the skunk bottle there, obviously. Um, just loosen the. You don't have to take that out. You just loosen the uh, uh, the retainer there. Mm. Battery pops out, and then that that just slides out. Uh, it's quite a rather nice little mech that with the the new um, Vicious Ant Apex RDA on top, which is again another single core banger. That's nice. That. 
Right, last one for this week. I'll break one down for you. This is, I think, I think you might have one of these uh, there, Mr. Solo. Um, I've actually broken the whole thing down just to show you how this thing goes together. This is by um, MCM, if you're familiar with MCM. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Probably, probably best known uh, exporter of mods here. That's, that's, I'm gonna, I want to show you that deck a little bit later on the other screen because this is a, a cheapy little webcam that I've got. But that's a hybrid, uh, hybrid top cap, which, if I can show you here, that goes on to... I just noticed that me and Steve are looking like uh, meerkats at present moment. That goes on to a copper sleeve. Hmm. And then over that, you put the. I don't think it's ID Voker in the uh, in chat. Uh, he's he's not now. No, I think he's he's got one of these as well. It's a very old mod actually. Um, well, that goes into that sleeve there. It's called the MCM Mose. All right. That's so you've got nice. so so you've got copper all the way through. I'm going to build this and I'll fire it up if I can uh, multitask. And then you've got a little tiny constant contact switch there with uh, silver contacts inside, big, big nasty silver contacts. There's just a little tiny spring in there with the uh, the button firing pin. Sorry, the button firing switch with a uh, with an alternate cap and uh, a constant contact switch. But the most in, the most interesting thing I think about this. Is considering that this mod's about. Can you still hear me? Because I'm leaning miles away. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, this um, this mod's what four years old, five years old now. Really? You've got you've got a a little. Wow, let's try and do this. Oh fucking hell! You've got a stainless steel cap that goes over the deck to reduce the uh, the chamber size. Mm -hmm. Then the I don't know whether you can see that. The oh, air yeah. goes. It's a a top fill. Top sorry, top airflow. I'll show I'll Ooh. show you later when I'm vaping it. Um, the air goes down through the top there, then down the sides here, and it's a bottom. It's a uh, a bottom air feed. Ooh, I like bottom that. Airflow. Um, really, really condensed chamber, and uh, loads and loads of flavour. And because it's copper all the way through, it hits pretty hard. It's a very, very nice little setup. Cheap as chips these days. Really? Oh, I'm going to yeah. have to look for one yeah. of them. I yeah. like the I idea of that. That, that you... tube. Let's hold on. Is that deliberately whipped on one side only for. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to show you the. Uh... That worked. It worked. It worked, it worked it brilliantly, lad. <laughs> My cornflakes team worked. <laughs> I yeah, like that RDA though. What's that RDA again? It's the most RDA. Most. Okay, yeah. Which um, on one side hurts? Can can we? Oh. There we are. Oh, just put your hand behind it, and it should. There you go. There. More to your right a bit. There we go. There we That's go. That's nice. So I've whipped it one side just to show you. That's the airflow under the coil that's coming up underneath the coil, the kidney shape. Yep. And then there's there's a couple of tiny little uh, 
couple of tiny little um, juice wells uh, under the legs of the coils. I like the idea of that. Yeah. What size is that? Twenty two or twenty four? Twenty four. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I'm not sure whether they still do the twenty fours, but they've they, they've certainly got a run of twenty fives on the go at the moment. That is nice. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try and set that up if I can multitask. But that's um, that's a as I say, it's old. But a lot of those ideas have been have been used more recently in sort of mainstream kit. And when you like, when you've seen that that is blooming what five years old, four years old, four four years old. Yeah, that's a good four years old. That mark. Blooming. That reduction was the work of genius. Yes. Yeah. And and something that I'll show if I can. To my right, it's notched. Oops. Where are we? Mm, there you go. It's notched. It's a little notch there. And we thought notching was a relatively new idea. <laughs> but according to hip there we go. According to hip hop, they've stopped making that now. Yeah, I think um, I was speaking to the guys um, in. Uh, in NCO a couple of weeks ago, I think they've got a 25, they've got a 25 um, millimeter run on it, on it at the moment. Mm. Oh, sorry. I like that. But as I say, they're, yeah. they're not silly. They're not silly expensive anymore. I mean, the tube. I picked the tube up for 50 bucks, 70 bucks, something like that. Right. Dollars. The actual tube itself. To say. But I've, 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 I've had that lot for three years or so. To say it was a cornflake tin, well, pack it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tin. No, no, no. It's an old. It's an old cornflake tin. Well, high praise yeah. from the rep, our, our, <laughs> our resident cameraman. Really, I've got, I can't. I can't do that much multitasking. He turned around and yeah. said, "That's the best uh, buffet he's seen." There you go. <laughs> there you are, mate. Yeah, so there's a lot. <laughs> I tr I've tried to keep it limited because there's there's more. Should anybody want to see it any other time? Is that not big again? I know. I don't know why his 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 camera keeps on. Your camera keeps on changing aspect ratio. Oh, there you go. How strange is that? Hmm. I'm just seeing it on the. I can't see it on. Um, it's literally oh. just took the show over. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't see it on uh, on our feed, but I just saw it on the on the YouTube stream. How strange is that? What's going on there? I'm not touching anything, honest, Gov. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> but I've got to, I've got to admit, considering that is actually the age that it is. Look what it's implementing. That's sort of like over the last sort of like year and a half, eighteen months type of time. You've got the constant contact starters for starters. Yeah. I mean, everyone's. That's... Sorry, I'm just showing you the airflow that comes down through the. The battery, the uh, the copper sleeve, wow. and the brass sleeve goes over the top. That you've got, uh, you've got venting um, holes there, and uh, you'll see it in a minute. But uh, everything that oh, that's innovative. That these guys were doing it years ago. Hmm. Years ago. Absolutely surprising, isn't it? That is gorgeous. That I've not seen it that. Before. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot it was on the shelf there. That's uh, I was I was wondering what to show you guys today, so I dug that out because I thought it was a little bit interesting, a little Ooh. bit different. Just slightly. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> there wow. we go. Right, 
Monsieur l'ambassador, you are treating us. <laughs> the Frere Rochers will be coming out shortly. <laughs> you better share them with your good lady, otherwise you are in bother. <laughs> she don't like chocolate. I'm really, really lucky. She don't like chocolate. How'd you pull that one off? Mine would kill you for half a Kit Kat. No. <laughs> That was a proper. Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm going to try and whip this while we're talking. Put so, the other side in and just throw it up. So, Steve, Sorry, have go you on. got any news or anything? Anything exciting to tell us? Well, there's not a huge, huge lot that we've uh, we haven't didn't touch on on Thursday, to be mm. honest. Um, <clears throat> what did come out on the first of August, which was uh, Friday, so Thursday, wasn't it? Yeah, Thursday. Is there's a very interesting article over on ACID Click uh, again by Neil H um, about why the WHO needs to embrace vaping and not attack it. So uh, he brings to light that the might of the FDA and the, the World Health Organization combining calls to ban or overregulate e-cigs out of uh, existence. But a new sh study shows that all this is going to do is. is uh, we've turned current vapors back to smoking, which we've been saying for a while. Well, who have uh, the their last one that they just brought out? They just sheeps. I mean, what they're saying? They've, they've gone crazy. They are so anti-vaping; it's unbelievable. Mm. Did you see the um, the article that the who um, they've basically come out and said that heat not burn is not safe? Yeah. From their from from their information. Basically, basically slagging off ICOS, I guess. Uh, there were independent labs who'd already run a number of uh, tests on concerns over carcinogens, etc., from uh, the tips of the the ICOS device. Yeah, they're basically um, saying it's no safer at all. Yeah, I know we've, well, we've heard different stories on it, mm. but uh, who said that? I don't know. It's a fag dipped in PG. Of course, it's the same. Of course, it is. <laughs> Well, Duke University study um, are what they're basing their claims that reform that uh, current vapors going back, if if they're forced off vapes, will go back to cigarettes. Um, and the thoughts, it's interesting because the the study chimes with thoughts of two unlikely bedfellows, one being Philip Morris International, and the other being the New Nicotine Alliance. Now. To me, this makes sense. Um, Philip Morris, you know, they are—they have invested heavily in ICOS, um, but as Ben's already mentioned, there's still concerns over that. The New Nicotine Alliance—they've always made their standing on this very clear that it's harm reduction. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they do, they. I, I've got to admit, I was very disappointed with the, the energy <laughs> side of it, but. Uh... That's a story for another day. <laughs> well, the reason is by... Sorry, Ben. I would say, wasn't ICOS, when it first came out, didn't they originally say... Didn't they try and jump on the vaping bandwagon and say it was 95% safe? Yes, the they, were, vaping? Yeah, oh, they yes. was doing exactly that. They were saying that at the expo. Um, in fact, they right. were saying that at Vape Jam. When I went to Vape Jam and I was talking for the NNA... ICOS were there, and they was adamant that it was 95% safer. 
but they were also adamant that you couldn't smoke the refills yeah. without it being in the device. Well, I saw, uh, what's his name do that live uh, on, on a broadcast, Empire Vapes. Yeah, Chris, Chris did that, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So, um, <coughs> back to the uh, article. The lead author of the study says her findings should be a warning to those looking for an outright ban or limits on all vape products. Um, they wanted to take a first pass at seeing what users anticipated response to new regulations would be and the findings suggest that while some regulations such as banning certain flavours to limit appeal to adolescents might improve outcomes for some younger users the new regulations might have unintended consequences with other portions of the population so as we said adults like flavour too mm. you know uh, it's crazy the unintended consequences are actually extremely concerning, and when you look at the data behind the figures, uh, we have real people at risk dying from tobacco-related disease. After that, the impact to the person's death on the family and friends, and the anti-vapors out there are literally killing people and destroying families. Little emotive there, Neil, but, you know... Just a, the just a tad. The message is true. Mm. Yeah. Um so they looked at, uh, scientists looked at a group of adults between 18 and 29. They were asked what their reactions would be should a flavour uh, <coughs> ban be implemented. Uh, stricter regulation on e-cigarettes and reduction in nicotine and lit tobacco has come into force. So almost half said they'd return to smoking. So uh, as for flavours, if the USA, for instance, decided to only allow menthol and tobacco flavoured e-liquids, nearly 20%, well, 17% said they'd not bother with vaping and carry on smoking. So that's mm. not as big a figure as it could have been. Mm. Um, and the customization of vape devices and e-liquids became an issue 22%. So that's almost a quarter of all those asked said they would return to smoking. So uh, it's, it's bad news, and if you factor in uh, many smokers falsely believing that overregulation must mean these things are harmful, they're just killing more people. Mm. Yeah. Um, now, as it goes back, the WHO stance again uh, is a claim that. Uh, this claims that the stance will perpetuate smoking, and there's still some questions on <clears throat> why the WHO has got this viewpoint in there. I just so don't. I, they've got this stance of quit or die. Mm. That's pretty much it. That's their their stance on ah. it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading. I am moving to the Philippines if needed. Juice for the world, says Mr. Labrat. <laughs> Good man. I'll bring a boat, Paul, at the minute. <laughs> so, uh, the WHO was suggesting that e-cigarettes are undoubtedly harmful. I mentioned that last mm. week. That's a very strong phrase to use. And uh, some sources have reported the WHO saying e-cigs are not helping to tackle cancer and are still a gateway for young people to smoking. Read the scientific data. Mm. The data is showing that is not the case. But they're ignoring um, it now. They're just totally ignoring it. That's the, that is the problem. The, um... Well, the who's they've been in uh, big tobacco's pockets for decades. Hmm. That's the problem. Well, this is it. And 
if you look at where a lot of the money comes from for the WHO, <clears throat> you you're into what's his face, the millionaire, isn't he? This the, Labworks has just turned around and said the who is controlled by biotech. Oh, biotech. Interesting. Bet Roger Daltrey never even realised. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you consider a bar full of baked beans biotech. So the NNA <laughs> haven't held their punches, which is, which is good because the uh, WHO has blacklisted the, uh, the NNA in the same groups as arms dealers. Really? Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. So uh, the World Health Organization, this is from the NNA. The World Health Organization's recent report on the global tobacco epidemic will do little but perpetuate smoking by making non-combustible alternatives uh, more expensive and less consumer friendly. Then it goes on to repeat that Public Health England has shown it's 95% safer, two to three times as <clears> effective <throat> for quitting, and confirming that the UK Royal College of Physicians viewed that vaping has a huge, huge potential to prevent death and disability from tobacco use. <clears throat> Um, the WHL report reiterates the discredited argument that e-cigarettes are a gateway for young people to start smoking. Only last month, research published by anti-smoking charity Ash found that vaping remains uncommon amongst young people and is almost exclusively confined to current or past smokers. Most teen vaping is experimental <laughs> and short-lived, which is where the American studies get mm -hmm. their figures from. Exactly. Um, and Deborah Arnott, chief executive of Ash, saying at the time, we need to be more vigilant and continue to monitor e-cigarette use amongst young people. However, smoking prevalence amongst children and young adults in Britain has fallen substantially, substantially, new teeth please, since 2010, which does not indicate that vaping has been a gateway into smoking. Of course not. So... Uh, the NNA chair, Martin <clears throat> Cullip, uh, called the WHO to task. And this is, this. I love this. The UK boasts some former 1.7 million uh, former smokers, and they number 1.7 million, who have converted to exclusively <coughs> vaping. It's extremely likely that this behavioural shift has been driven by the availability of e-cigs and their promotion by public health in the UK. If the WHO truly wants to drive down smoking rates, it must consider the growing body of evidence that vaping is an effective way to help people quit. And the WHO and tobacco control lobby seem to have mm. abandoned health altogether in favour of just attacking the industry. Mm. Well, you can't... You can't argue words, with that. But true, mm. you know. Absolutely. Very much so. And uh, what it just the final part of it is uh, this article's more about that the WHO won't talk to big tobacco. Um, oh, he's, he's mm, I'll get him, it's getting all fancy again. <laughs> <laughs> It is there rather nice. That is nice. It is. I like the way that the, uh, sorry, I'm interrupting you. I was just going to flick it on there. The top airflow there, mm. as I showed you, goes down the side of that uh, chamber and underneath matches the venting at the bottom. I can't zoom this camera because it's a cheap, sh shitty little camera that I nicked off my son. 
But uh, yeah, anyway, there you go. No, it's nice. Nice bit. There you go. And uh, <coughs> it just goes on to mention that the Who's latest report is targeting uh, Philip Morris's ink in particular, his Unsmoke campaign. So the article is merely a clever PR ploy to get folks smoking. Time will tell, you know, uh, mm. whether it is or not. But uh, Dr. Moira Gilchrist, Vice President of Strategic and Scientific Communications at Philip Morris International, says the WHO is failing the one billion men and women around the world that continue to smoke by continuing to ignore the science behind better alternatives to cigarettes. There's no question that scientifically substantiated smoke-free alternatives are better than cigarettes. The WHO is perfectly situated to encourage independent research and provide science-based recommendations to smoking. Instead, they close down dialogue on promising alternatives to continue smoking, choosing instead to focus solely on pharmaceutical industry products. There, and she's nailed it there. That's from PM Heisen. He says it all, doesn't it? Really, yeah. <laughs> says it all. But that was that was the only really new, interesting piece. Now I know Ben wanted to. One of the reasons we asked Ben back on was you wanted to talk about mm. some of the uh, difficulties Philippine vapors are going to be facing soon. Yeah. All right. You caught me. You caught me a bit off guard there. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Um... At that, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got, got, got some interesting stuff going on over here at the moment. Um, we're about to get the first uh, wave or first line of, of, of taxation um, because the, the market here has been totally unregulated thus, thus far. There's been a, a, a small um, uh, import duty, if you will, that's been applied to people that, that bring stuff in in bulk. So distributors and... Uh, uh, online sales, bricks and mortar, uh, anybody that brings stuff in in bulk um, have had a historically a tax which has basically been $50 for whatever they bring in in one parcel. So if they bring a, a whole container in, it's still $50. If they bring a commercial quantity in, which is, I don't know, 10, 15 mods, it's still $50. So that's what we've had historically, mm. um, which has been rather nice. But I think um, Altria and, uh, and uh, Philip Morris International PMI have, have been starting to have a word because they grow a lot here. There's a lot of tobacco grown here, and mulberries grown in the Philippines for the for the or produced, I should say, the six factories here um, produced for the whole region here. Um, so we have got the first wave of uh, taxis coming in. Based on that, we are lumped in with tobacco. Wonderful stuff. Mm. But funny enough, ICOS is not. Really? And ICOS, ICOS is not. It's exempt. And the other thing that's just happened is about two weeks ago, Juul was launched here and has gone straight into the mum and pup stores, the 7-Elevens, the, the, the mini stop is the local is the local brand here, gone into mini stops, no other vape gear can go into there and there's rumour that Juul will be put alongside ICOS and won't be taxed either. 
I wonder where that comes from. Hmm. Next up, um, we have an organisation here. Um, again, as I said before, we can foreigners can get deported for getting involved with politics. So I have to have to be fairly careful with it. Um, we have an organisation here called PECIA, P-E-C-I-A, which is the uh, the Philippine uh, e-cigarette industry association, and that's made up of people that the modders. Uh, importers, juicers, bricks and mortar stores, you know, some of the larger chains that we've got over here. And they talk directly to the local version of the FDA, which is called the FDA. Um, <laughs> and <don't, laughs> and, and um, they've been negotiating with them over the last year or so. And uh, the situation as it stands right now is that uh, a few months ago, the FDA denounced all British studies by the Royal College of Physicians, basically saying that it was all, um, all, all hearsay and uh, guesswork and, and wishful thinking. And nice. uh, apparently, according to the announcement here, or to one of the meetings that the Pesciites went to, uh, apparently the FDA have actually said that their findings were flawed. I'd really? like to see some evidence. I'd like to see some evidence of that. Mm. But anyway, based on the, on, on the back of these findings and uh, basically rubbishing the, F, uh, the, uh, the UK's findings and all the rest of it, we're going to get TPD or the equivalent of. They've basically ripped off the UK's TBD and uh, starting in October, we are going to get two milliliter tags um, which to me and most of the sort of Filipino vaping community is not real, real big deal because most of us don't use tanks. Um, only the, uh, the little high-end uh, locally made 22mm RDTAs and stuff, which are typically 2mm anyway. Um, we can get all the Chinese, as I said last, last week, we can get all the Chinese stuff over here if we want to, but it's not, it's not the biggest seller. So we're going to get 2mm tanks, 10mm bottles, um, and all the rest of it that uh, that they could find under TPD, reducing um, because typically we get we get US Nick here, hmm. so we'll, we'll get Nick in 100% um, form, uh, VG based, sorry PG based. Uh, unlike I think the UK 72 or was 72. Yes, yeah, am I right? Yeah, 72, 75, like that. We get 100 over here. Um, that is now reduced to 20. Funny enough, 20 mil, mil, milligrams. Um, and uh, the same with pods and stuff. Whether that's going to affect dual, um, because we're under US dual because of the history of the Philippines with with the US, which are 50 milligram pods. Whether that's mm. going to affect them or not, we don't know yet. But as far as all other pods that come for you know the enclosed pods and stuff that come uh, for from China, it's all limited to 20 mil. That's going to be interesting. TMG, sorry, that's going to be interesting yeah. to see if there's yeah. 50 mil. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting, but that's that's what we're going to get hit with um, in October. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, looking at what's going on in the states and what's what's going on in Thailand and Singapore and all the rest of it, I don't give a damn. I really don't. I mean, I can I can live with that. I mean, I I I, I vape Nick Salt's twenty minutes. I can I can drop from twenty five to twenty um, mg Nick Salt's. That's that's not going to be the uh, the, the the end of, of anything for me. I mean, especially I if you, you, three, you six milligram. 
if you've got a culture that's so like dripping anyway, you'll only be what maximum six mil anyway. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there are some people that use six, nine, and twelve, but mm. typically it's three and six. Yeah. That's what you'll find most of the time. I think the only thing that you'll notice is the annoyance of the ten mil bottle, like we did. Yeah, well, I've, I've spoken. Sorry. Go what, on. what I was going to say is, are you going to implement the um, short fills like we have? So you have the um, separate. And that the... I've actually mentioned that to a couple of juice uh, juice makers that I know, and they've sort of gone, "Oh, they've raised their eyebrows," um, because uh, other than what goes on in the news as far as positive vaping in the UK is concerned, um, the Philippines, because of its history, tends to look towards America. Um, so things like short fills and bottle shots and stuff like that um, aren't really understood or known here. Um, so I've mentioned to a couple of people that I know, well, how's this going to work? Mm. So they'll end up going to Pesha and Pesha will see if they if that will be allowed to be done. Um, we could see the same. We could see the same thing here. That's that's what I'm thinking already. Yeah. When the, when you are regulated like that way, how is 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 it um, strict enforcement there, or is it very lapse? Manpower's not available. Mm. That's what I was thinking. So, so this so thing's going to go... Yeah, we're a third world country. We're not a fourth world country because that's not been invented yet. Um, so uh, that's that's the way we'll stay. Um, but what will happen is that and when it's initially... It's like anywhere in the world. When you have new regulations come in on anything, um, the people that are responsible for... Um, Regulating it will um, will come down hard. So, so uh, what we'll see is we will see B and M's being um, being visited. We will see um, juice labs being visited, etc., etc. Mm. But uh, I think what uh, the the way this place works, what I think they're more interested in will be all the licensing uh, that's involved, the money that comes from the licensing. Yeah, you have to. You, you will now have to have a license to produce juice. You will have to have a license to produce hardware. You will have to have a, um, a license to open a BM store. You will have to have a license to import and export, et cetera, et cetera, uh, because it has been totally unregulated previously. Um, which, which... And I think they'll be more interested in that income yeah. than, uh, than And than to the be, let's be face, fair, that, to be fair, that is kind of a good thing anyway, because then obviously you're not getting your bathtub... Uh, builders and things like that. So exactly, and there's a lot of that here. There's a lot of that here, and I think we'll start seeing that. Uh, I mean, the, people like myself won't won't touch it, and mm. and the, the, you know the, the, there's there is a a level of people that just won't touch that. But there mm. are a lot of you know younger uh, vapors without without the disposable income that that are quite happy to pay two dollars for sixty mil of um, of bathtub juice. Mm. You know, um, so it, it kind of is a good thing as well. So, oh yeah, this uh, obviously with anything new, anything that changes, there's been a lot of negativity towards it. Mm. You know, I've been trying to say to people that I know, you know, this is positive. Number one, we're not getting banned. And I, I think Mister um, Hobson tried to throw that out a few weeks ago, and I told him bollocks. Mm. Um, uh, a few weeks ago, that there was rumour. I, I saw an article uh, that, that that he pointed me to. Um, but there was rumour about banning it here, but uh, there's too many people employed um, here. Mm. You know, there's too many people employed to, to, to lose that that workforce um, to, to ban it. 
Mm. And of course, the government's giving up potential income, which they've just created, and they'll generate out of that. And uh, hopefully, that will they'll leave us alone for a little while. But technically, it's still illegal to vape in public, isn't it? No, it's it's yeah. You can only vape in designated areas, and there are designated areas for smoking, because um, mm. because we are the same as smoking. There are designated areas everywhere. Mm. Um, areas in pubs, areas in restaurants, clubs, blah blah blah. Um, so it's you know it's pretty much sort of walking down the street. You know, mm. most offices, most offices have got banning on on the work floor, but they will have a you know a, a back stairwell or somewhere where you can go and have a quick fag or a or a, a quick vape. Mm. So it's it's not a it's not a big deal in that well, respect. I was just going through to just to check and see if because you still get these lists on where you can vape on holiday and all the rest of it, and they're still showing the Philippines as a. Uh, I mean, technically, technically, we had. I, I think I said last week. Um, one of the reasons that I, I took up vaping is because the government uh, issued a complete non-smoking, um, uh, sorry, uh, a blanket ban throughout the Philippines of uh, of, of no smoking about in mm. 2016, and that's one of the reasons I gave up the cigarettes then, um, because of that. But you know, you can go and stand at any bus stop. You know, outside any supermarket, and there'll be hundreds of fag butts on the floor, and people there having having a quick ciggy. Mm. You know, even the police, they'll say, just go, or the, not the police, the, the security of, of the mouths and stuff. Just go yeah. around the corner there, you'll be all right. You know, so <laughs> so so, 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 so technically, while whilst whilst it's in place, it's um, it's not ignored, but it it's flexible. Let's say it's flexible. It's just a case of being sensitive to to non vapors and stuff like that, you know. Do you know? Do you know what makes me chuckle and th probably throws something really strange in the works? You've got a country like yourself, a country like our, ourselves. They're more interested in vaping and cigarettes and all that lot, where you've got this massive big plume of smog over the top of you. Oh, tell! I was, that's what <laughs> next thing I was going to bring up. We don't have an MOT over here, so you've got you've got. Public transport, buses, jeepneys. If you've heard of what a jeepney is, yeah, it, yeah, the, the the old Second World War jeeps that have had extended frames with no suspension put on as, as like minibuses. Um, these things have been on the road literally since the Second World War and have never been tested or regulated. And and these are you know any, any street has got hundreds of thousands of cars travelling down it, just puffing out all, all of this. Uh, all, all carcinogenic pollution, and nobody says anything about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just cr crazy world we live in. I read a. Um, it was it was quite a long time ago now. I think it was the late nineties, probably twenty years ago. Um, I, I was big when I lived in the Middle East. I was big into um, uh, Cuban cigars and, and and that sort of stuff, and nice Italian pipes and, and that sort of stuff. And I, I used to read a, a magazine called Cigar Aficionado. I don't know whether you. You've ever had that in the UK, and uh, there was an article in there by the U.S. Surgeon General at the time, um, who was a big, big cigar fan as well, and he basically laid out with all the chart. I've been trying to find it online, but I can't find it um, digital anywhere, and I haven't the magazine still. But he basically laid out all the details and everything, and 
if I remember correctly, I th I'm pretty sure I'm right, one gear change of a combustion engine on the US roads, now considering that they have the equivalent of an OC and all the rest of it, mm. one gear change of a combustion engine on the US roads puts out more carcinogens than 100 cigarettes. Wow. That was all right. Things have probably got a little bit better in the last 20 years, mm. but not a stupid amount better. Mm. Yeah. And when you put that into context of what a cigarette's puffing out, what a vape's puffing out, fuck all, and they're doing nothing about that. Mm. It's because, oh, I suppose, it's, it's the lifeline of the planet. You, you know, you've got to have transport, blah, blah, blah. But they were the figures that the Surgeon General put out in, uh, in Cigar for Aficionado. Frightening. frightening. It, is, it is frightening because, let's face it, I mean, they're more interested in what we're doing than sorting that problem out, which is sort of like the big elephant in the room. <coughs> sure. Well, you, you put on top of you put on top of uh, of cars, boats, planes, trains. Mm. What they're what they're checking into the into the atmosphere as well. Mm. Uh, we're nothing. We're zero. Tiny little bit. And then you, then you get uh, you got me going now. You got me you got me started. Then you get. Some old bird walking walking down the side of the of a main road with her pram starts doing this when you walk past with a vape, and she's right next to her, to all the traffic. It was like when I mean I mentioned it. I can't remember if it was on the home service or it was uh, last at some of apes. Literally, where where we are in Doncaster, we've got a bus station. Right in the in the bus station, it's all undercover. Right. Where the actual buses drive, it's like a bridge from one terminal to the other terminal. Right. And above it is uh, shops. So it's it's basically a tunnel. You're not allowed to vape or have a cigarette in the actual terminal, which is fair enough. That's fine. Anyway, one day we was catching the oh, bus. Oh, be diesel motors. Yeah. <laughs> our, our, Sorry, bus, I our bus was cancelled and we had to wait for the next bus, which was only oh, another 20 fuck. minutes. But we'd already been waiting prior 20 minutes before. Anyway, so I thought... I'll have a quick vape outside next to one of the buses. I got told off and told to stop vaping next to a bus with its engine running. <laughs> there, there you go. Same story, but you told it a lot better than I did. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I, I kid you not, this bus was turning over, you uh, idling away. I was having a quick vape, and I wasn't blowing chucking clouds or anything like that. I was just, you know, normal vaping. And yet, came over the tannoy, um, not allowed to smoke, and then a bloke came up and told me to stop smoking. <laughs> well, stop right, vaping. Right next to a, not, not right next to an 8-litre diesel engine. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> now, going back to something that you've raised previously, cigarettes. Mark, Mark's yeah. raised this previously. Yeah. I actually found a very interesting article on this, and I've just put the link up in chat uh, by Very Well Mind. And they go to talk about uh, why cigarette filters are bad for the environment. And it's a cellulose acetate, but obviously filters are designed to absorb tar and the various chemicals. Um, so there's a couple of facts in here, and it's quite interesting. So, um, most cigarette filters contain a core of cellulose acetate and two layers uh, of wrapping of paper or rayon, yeah? 
uh, chemicals are added to the cigarette paper to control the burn rate. So you've got that in the, the butt as well when they get chucked. But apparently, uh, Clean Virginia Airways conducted a study and just one cigarette butt in approximately two gallons of water is lethal to the water fleas, which are a tiny crustacean. And the tiny bits of tobacco left attached to the cigarette butt, cigarette filters carry more toxins than the filters do themselves. Cigarette filters are a threat to wildlife that could ingest them uh, and to small children who may eat them if they're in reach. Bit of a stretch, guys, but nice to see that being thrown against the smokers rather than us for once. Another, another thing on that subject as well, I'm a little bit old for it now, but I used to do um, um, quite a bit of scuba diving. Yeah. No, nothing fancy. I, I learned to scuba dive in, in the Middle East and have done a little bit locally as well. Not a lot, but, uh, but I have. Um, and back in the day, I was a smoker, obviously. And I always thought that just the feel and look of a butt, it's biodegradable. So a couple of times I used to have a, a fag on the boat and, and, and chuck the butt in the water, thinking it was biodegradable. <laughs> thinking, thinking it was biodegradable. But uh, the fact that, as I had it explained to me in no uncertain terms, they're not. Um, they last in the water for God knows how long. The half, mm. the, no, not half life. But they and they and they float. They don't stink. Um, and I was uh, talking to a, a friend of mine, a good, good mate of mine, who's uh, he's actually on a. You bringing this up made me made me think of it. He's on a liverboard um, over in Indonesia at the moment, out of Bali, and he said the pools offshore, pools of cigarette butts, just stretches for meters and meters and meters and meters, where it all collects up with the uh, the plastic and the bottles and stuff like that, in in the different currents and the different streams. And he says it's just it's it's, and it should be on TV all the time. These things mm. and they're not mm. just tons and tons and tons of butts that are just floating on the sea. I mean, horrible. This is was one of my arguments when we uh, got the TPD here, and it was ten mil bottles, and it's increasing the plastic completely. And we was, we are being told to reduce our plastic. But there, they're, they're actually promoting use more plastic. Question on, on that subject. I, I've not been back to the UK in years, so um, mm. I, I've not seen how, how you guys handle it. But what, what uh, a couple of the juicers are, um, are looking at here is to put their branding on a small cardboard box, put 10, 10, milliliter, uh, 10 ml bottles in a box, yeah, that's and sell that as a package. Yeah, yeah that's I what mean, they do. I'm assuming that, that that you guys would be doing the same thing as well. Yeah, uh, people even like... more garbage. What mm. a stupid idea. Well, you know, dinner ladies. You've heard, yes. you must have heard of dinner ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah well, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, they yeah. do. They have a pack of three, so it's thirty mil. But it's that. Right. So you've got your bottles with the paper wrapped around them, because obviously you have them pull out ones. So you've and then got your cellophane bottles, around that. <laughs> cellophane around that. Then you've got your yeah. box, and then cellophane around that. And you've got a sheet of instructions as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. I'm assuming yeah. they're going to do the same thing over here. Yeah. The thing that makes me laugh though is the the food industry have just started going back to um, you bring your own packages. Yeah. So you can bring a plastic box to some places. They will weigh the plastic box. Uh, they put a sticker on it, and as long as this container is clean, you can put whatever in it. 
Yeah. Mm. So why aren't we doing that with vaping? Why aren't we giving glass bottles? Yeah, or bottles that you can reuse that are dishwasher safe. You can put through the dishwasher, clean them, then take them back to the vape shop and get them to fill it. Good idea. Little pump action. Yeah. There you go. Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get it in. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I would assume I would assume the cost of the glass. But surely the cost of the glass is cheaper. You know, you paid that little bit extra for your first one, but your refills are going to be cheaper, aren't they? They're, yeah, okay. To me, that just That's, seems to make yeah. far more environmental sense. And I do like the little drippy bottles as well. I've, they they mm. made those just to, they stopped making those or stopped using them just recently, a couple of years ago, I suppose. I know there's one or two. Ours, ours, literally, ours literally stopped in this country when TPD came in to Millbox came. Right. And prior to that, you we used to get them all the time. We used to get these lovely little things. I love them. Mm. Now, it's, Paul's just said it can't be done under filling laws. So I'm wondering if it's something to do with contamination then. But surely there's got to be a way around it. You'd have think so. Let's go, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, some thought needs to be put into it. Mm. Because there's, uh, it's just going to be... All right. Well, there are, I mean, I've got one here. Um, I've got a 50-50... I can't see it there. I'll grab it. I have actually got a 10ml bottle, because you can buy 10ml bottles in the Philippines in the same way as you can buy one cigarette or a packet of three or a packet of five. Proper mm. packets of five cigarettes because of you know, lack of disposable income here. Um, so there is room for 10 mil over here, but nobody's going to buy, well, very few people are going to buy just one bottle. Here in the They're going to buy a pack, it, of, pack of five or a pack of ten. Here in the UK, they got rid of packs of tens. Can't buy a pack of ten, you've got to buy a pack of 20. On the cigs, yeah. Mm. On the cigarettes. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Ten were deemed to be tempting to children. I That's know. what I used to buy when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Saying that, we used to go to the shop and buy a couple. <laughs> yeah. Those are the days. Yeah, we, we, we get five in a pack here and just like a little cellophane wrapper with the logo on, 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 on the packet. Mm. And it's usually the street vendors on the street corners that haul those. But uh, they're still available. No, I mean, there is, there's surely, you've got... You've got far more clever people than I sat in these offices. You and me put together, mate. Solutions to various problems. <laughs> so there is has to be an economic reason for the companies as to why they continue to produce these little plastic bottles. Oh, they love it because it's more money. Trust me, that, that this is the problem that we, we, we are going to start facing. Mm. Um Obviously, consumers... I've, I've got a horny pussy trying to get in here. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've locked the door, and uh, I've got a, a cat in... I've got a, a young cat in heat that's trying to scrabble her way in. She wants a, she wants a piece of me. <laughs> I say. Sorry, I say. very distracting. <laughs> Matron, please. <laughs> Just saying, as it is... <laughs> 
Yes, thanks, Bill. One for me. <laughs> I say. Tom. <laughs> oh, God, now you're going back a bit. <laughs> ding dong. That's right. Ding dong. <laughs> oh, oh dear. man. I mean, I'm just checking now on the, the TPD with the. Because I know the TPD says you can only sell 10 mil if it's got nicotine in it. Mm. Yeah? But there's nothing to say that you couldn't refill <coughs> zero into a bottle and <coughs> yourself. Surely. I can't find anything that... It's going to be real, real tight little numbers, though, isn't it, on a 10 mil bottle? Mm. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to refill a 10 mil, would you? You'd be looking at 100 mil. Oh, sorry. That's what I thought you were saying, that you can yeah, yeah. refill. Yeah. I mean, uh, it'd be one point. I don't, know whether it's going to, I don't know whether it's going to affect it. We've got a, we've got a number of, um, uh, I don't know, online um, stores here that sell the usual juice brands or the concentrate brands like Inawara and Capella and, yeah. and all the rest of it and your nicotine and your VG and your PB and all the bits that go with it. Um, I don't know how that's going to be affected, but I, you, you can buy litres of, of Nick from them. Whether whether they're going to be affected or whether they've been, anybody's thought of them. Mm. Oh, I, should, well, I shouldn't have said anything. All those no, Filipinos watching me now. <laughs> if, you, if you're lucky, they will just literally bring across the TPD, and if they do that, then that leaves the short fill. Mm. Yeah, well, that's, so that's, that's what I'm talking to. That's what I've been speaking to a couple of friends about. You know, can we do this? Not not just for their benefit, me sort of sharing sharing my experience, but also for for my convenience as a as a vapor. You know, I'm more than happy to go and pick up a 120 mil bottle that's short filled, and then mm. either buy Nick or get a Nick shot or whatever. I mean, that's how you've done it. For how long now? Three years? Four years? Yeah, that's how yeah. we've been doing it. I mean, the, the guidance I'm seeing here is TPD forbids the, forbids the sale of nicotine-infused e-liquid in containers larger than 10 mil. Um, short for lead bottles are larger. Bah, 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 bah. Right. There is no law in the UK against the possession of large quantities of nicotine-infused e-liquid. Simply its sale. Interesting. Ah, so you can make it. It's, it's essentially what they're saying. Mm, you, can't you can make it. it. You can't flog it. Right. You can't flog it, it in larger amounts. It has to be the ten mil bottle. I've I've not seen any of the of the actual detail yet because it's um, of what's going on here. But it sounds like they've just lifted paragraphs out out of what uh, the UK and the EU are doing. And um, and we're going to apply that now. I'm sure they haven't thought of all the loopholes. Well, if, if you're interested, mate. Yeah. I have. Oh no, that's the wrong one. <laughs> that was the link to the sig but You don't want the link to the sig but You want this. It's horrible. Hey, I mate. There's a link to the uh, TPD. As produced by the UK Gov. Right. So that's that's the UK version. The European version. Obviously, the TPD is a framework. So sure. individual countries have got different 
different ways of implementing it. If you look at France and Germany, they're very different to ours. Yeah, right. but I mean, Germany were a lot better, weren't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Germany weren't daft. I will vape what I want. <laughs> and I will have the size of the tank I want as well. <laughs> I want you... big tank. <laughs> <laughs> now, where is my steel cable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it, uh, I'm sure everybody's seen the Brunhild. That was a is it Brunhild? It is the yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one hell of a tank. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice looking though. To be fair, considering how big it like is. It. Yeah, I don't like it. All the fancy metalwork and stuff. I, don't. I want it all plain, mm. plain and simple. But, but though, I mean, that cable wicking was going proper old school, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, too right. Oh yeah. But I mean, that's going back to your Genesis style, isn't it, really? <clears throat> well, what a great idea. Use that to draw the liquid up and then have that hit you, your wicking. Yeah. So, um, I knew Paul was going to come up with this one. He's got a 400-page <laughs> document on the manufacture of liquids and packaging. No, that, that's bang on. I mean, I'm I'm looking this at TPD and asking these questions as a... An interested party, but in no way do I have oh, any gosh. sort of technical no. detail on it. Um, we know the I'm basics. A, yeah, I'm asking the questions that the man in the street's likely to ask. Mm. Yeah. Um, and Most I, of them won't ask anything anyway. Oh, they're going to ask is where do I get my pod from? Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know. I mean, I've, I've seen it being spoken about on these uh, on, on the on the YouTube shows all the time about percentage of, of people that, I mean, what's it, 80%, something like that, of, of the market in the US is dual, I, I think I heard, spoken about. I think I it's want, I want to, Is it? Mm. Uh, but, but I'd love to know, in Europe, in the UK, whatever, how many vapors have no idea about what's going on on YouTube or or reviews of mods and juices and gear and just simply go into a store and pick up a pod. Mm. I mean that culture doesn't really exist here yet. People's got people are going going um, uh, pod crazy here right now because I mentioned it last week because of the cost. Yeah. Mm. But but because the culture what? has been believe it or not for me personally for what I see looking around. You st- you you've got a certain generation that is slightly a bit older than me. They are still vaping on a, a bit older than you. You mean me? Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, it's hard to be polite, isn't it? It's hard to be polite. You know, there's a, a certain generation, and they sort of like are still on the ego style pens round here. Mm. Yeah, you still see a few of those here. Not many. Mm. Well, but you, I, you we do see, a lot. see them. We right. see a lot. Yeah. You don't see many with pods, but and then you've yeah. sort of got my age uh, group and Steve's age group and younger. They're on your box mods. They're on your subom tanks. That's what I see. Yeah, you know, you know, you go into town yeah. and things like no, that. And... Very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but as I say, pods are taking over here. But because of the existing culture, and as I say, you can't buy um, pods in. Uh, you know, in stores and stuff here. Mm. Uh, you know, it's got to, you've got to go into a, be a um, bricks and mortar. Yes, there are some stands in Mal's where you can buy them, but they're, they're sitting next to 
your coils, your RDAs, your mods and juices and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not people are, are, are what I'm trying to say. People already understand how it works, and mm -hmm. they can they can go online and get their pods and all the rest of it. But it's 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 big, and it's getting bigger. But it's not sort of leading the way. This is what I'm trying to say. Mm. It's not leading the way in vaping over here. Mm. Um, I mean, from by the, any from... stretch of the imagination, I'd love to know in the UK how many people haven't got a clue. Mm. They just go and get their go and get their 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 pod. They buy their packets of coils or whatever, and and just vape on their merry way. You'd probably be be surprised that that isn't the majority. It isn't. It is the majority. Oh yeah, I would assume so. But I'd yeah. like you know, I've just not seen any figures to suggest how many people vape uh, in that style. Now I can only show you. This is data from 2018. But there you go, yeah. Bill Richards. Go on. But, have a have a look at that link. Um, they the BBC did a. Uh, a forecast on closed tank and open tank systems closed tanks being defined as uh, ready ready-made refills so mm. the closed pods yeah uh. and by their their efforts this time last year they were showing that by 2019 you'd probably be looking at a 60 40 split really oh a lot a lot closer than i thought it would be yeah okay yeah. Um, okay which, which that's based on figures obviously in 2018 i would say the the increase in pods has probably skewed those figures slightly the increase in pod systems mm. but would they class mm. the refillable pods as a closed system in which case yeah. that 64 yeah, is probably about right mm. yeah you got, you got yeah, you need to see the definitions yeah, yeah. okay but it, it's an interesting uh, little article to look at, especially given that it was done last year. Um, but they're showing sort of... Uh, they did a survey of 3,000 regular e-cigarette users in 2015. And it was the B&Ms that were, were definitely ruling the roost when it came to refills and devices. I Again, I would argue that probably supermarkets... Have increased their percentage share in the market by that. I mean, you look at here. I mean, you all supermarkets you can buy e-cigarette stuff. Mm. All of them, and then also, be interesting. Uh, even your Poundlands. Oh, yeah, somebody's mentioned <laughs> Gam. It's Poundland and B and M B and M discount selling mm. to the majority, not not vape stores. Mm. I mean, we've got we've got, we've got a pound shop here. Um, in, in this country and they sell is it eight eight vapes yeah mm. and they are still using your egos and c4 style vaping kits right and it's literally a pound and the juices for 10 mil are a pound a pound Ooh. where did that come from the other thing you got the other thing you got to think about and it's been mentioned uh, a few times is that when you're buying that sort of thing uh, in those sort of environments, the person behind the counter hasn't got a Scooby. Oh no! On what they're on what they're talking about? No. You know, is this any good? <laughs> oh, 
Well, I've got a little bit of interest. In, while you're talking about that, I've got a little bit of interest in. I'm not going to name names or anything like that, or or anything. But I will oh, say, I will say, it's in Doncaster. Uh, in, there's a certain in Donny. Sh- there's a certain shop right. that's um, wanting um, a sales assistant, and a certain person that I know uh, applied for a job. And the question they asked first, do you know much about vaping? And this certain person turned around and said, a little bit, but not a lot. And he turned around and said, oh, that's good, because we don't want people that know too much about vaping. I'll leave that bombshell there. Just thought I'd let you know. And that was a vape shop? That was a vape shop in our Doncaster town centre. Let's not go there. I'm silent. That's one good thing here because of the, the historic sort of mech culture and everything that we've had for, for a long time. You go into any vape shop here and they, they, they know the basics as a minimum. Mm. Most shops that I go into, these guys know what they're talking about. You see, the well, problem... they have to because they're still alive. They haven't blown themselves up yet. The problem with our culture, they don't want them to know for the simple reason they just want sales people. Yes, mm. sure. No, I appreciate that. Mm. Yeah, no, no, I understand that. So you get somebody that knows about vaping like I do or Steve does or yourself, we would probably steer them to a more Don't sensible... ask me for batteries. Mm. No, 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 I wouldn't. No, <laughs> definitely not batteries. They, 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 we would uh, probably direct them to a more sensible that's more applicable to them as a sure. where they are in their vaping uh, journey <laughs> whereas the actual shop wants you to sell this so obviously mm. they just want a salesperson but yeah i thought that was quite interesting that because i've always oh, believed that's... that a vape shop should be almost like the knowledge should be like someone from a chemist if that makes sure. sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Know, that, that, that yeah. kind of knowledge. A so pharmacist the, assist, assistant or whatever you want yeah. to call them. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. always thought that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it seemed like with, I don't know, most people will remember proper tobacconists. Mm. You could go into a proper tobacconist and they could tell mm. you about, you see, I used to, we used to have a tobacconist, I think it's still there in Doncaster, <laughs> and they had absolutely different blends and all sorts loads and loads of and it was so like interesting because they could tell you the difference but if you of this uh, blend to this blend and it was a bit more than just buying a packet of cigarettes yeah. and i always thought that vape shop should be more like that yeah i used to um when i worked in the city um there was a it's on you, you know the building that's on the tin of old hoban mm. the old victorian building that that was when I worked in, in London in the in the late uh, mid late eighties, that was uh, one of these tobacconists that you walk you walked into, you know, with the big jars with oh, the different yeah. type of tobaccos, and and I actually had my own blend made. Oh. So I used to go in there once in a while, um, and uh, the guy behind I can't remember his name now. It's an old old fella, you know, like Mr. Ben, you know, the guy in the Mr. Ben shop mm. with the chain round his neck with his glasses, and <laughs> I used to go in. And, I usual, and he'd, he'd just go to the jars and mix up my blend for me, and I'd walk out with <coughs> with a little pouch with a really nice blend in it. 
very, very nice. I know exactly what you're talking mm. about. But adults don't like flavours. <laughs> just, just like put that one in there. <laughs> yeah, the difference is those. If, if you've got experience of that, you can't reproduce those flavors in e-liquids. No. no. I mean, I, I, you know, it's not like when I lived in the Middle East, you go and have a hookah with um, with uh, with apple and cherry blossom, or or you know, flavor flavor tobacco. Well, it was nothing like that. It was just different types of tobacco, mm. burly tobaccos and brindle tobacco, and these, this, that, and the other, and you'd mix up a flavour. Mm. Yeah. I don't think uh, uh, what's his name might be able to tell us Labworks or um, or perhaps what's his name um, that makes his steeped fresh oh, tobacco let, let, flavours. Yeah, let's how, make it easy. Let's let's pick yeah. it. That's yeah. it. How, how close those tobaccos are to mm. to the actual flavours. I'm sure it loses something, it changes, it must do. Hmm. Because you're mucking around with compounds. And... Yeah. Tetley's t tickled on an interesting one that's been flying around the internet about the young lad that vaped two dual pods a day for two years and had a stroke. He says, we believe nicotine isn't too bad after all, but surely yeah, this is I... proof that too much is bad. How many there? Two dual pods a day for two years. What was that? But the young lads uh, vaped two two pods a day for two years, yeah, mm -hmm. and he's had a, a massive stroke. Now, a are we, we back? Had, yeah, you're still there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you 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 took over the page again. <laughs> there's not enough information on uh, any whether he had precondit pre-existing conditions etc because to have a stroke at that age normally there's an abnormality within his cardio system yeah mm. um, but there is a lot of evidence that nicotine has a different effect on different ages oh yeah, yeah I've heard so that the younger you are the more susceptible you are so um, yeah but also sugar's the same Sugar affects your brain at a younger age. So, you know, it, I'm wondering whether this is more to do with the raft of legal cases that are currently flying around America, or whether this is uh, sort of fact. Now, the family want to press legal charges. Yeah, I saw that. Um, there must be some sturdy ground for it. I don't think there is. Because if you look at it, there's plenty of families that are pressing for the case that their teenager is hooked on nicotine because of Juul. You know, um, I've seen stories, whether there's any facts in them or not. I mean, there's a lot of talk about uh, energy drinks. You know, there are stories that, you know, if you consume a large amount of these energy drinks during the day, you run a risk of heart issues and palpitations and all the rest of it because of the taurine and the caffeine and all mm. all the additives. It's all right, Steve. I'm just having problems with uh, Ben at the moment. He's, uh, oh, he's You're back, Ben. <laughs> oh, he's froze again. Yes, it's so. Yes. Yeah, I'm settled down now. Yeah, you, you, you're on red light, but uh, you're all right. We can hear you. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> One of the kids is awake, Ben, I think. <laughs> it's not contacted to that. <laughs> Uh, but getting back to what you were saying, Steve, um, um, it was like the the problem with a lot of these um, stories that we're hearing, it was like the ones that uh, was having cardio and that lot um, the only, mm. the other day. What was they actually vaping? Mm. Mm. Yeah, they were having to have uh, injecting me steroids and that look because there was some breathing problems and things like that. And what it turns out that there wasn't exactly vaping, just you know, normal e juice. Oh, yeah, the uh, the spice stuff, exactly. Yeah. So, which is which is adulterated juice, it's not so you know, it's not it's never made with spice in it. If you mm. decide to add stuff to it, yeah. I think um, everything's all right with our stream. It, just giving to chat, everything all right? Hey, up. Oh. A bit of a flicker on yours there, but... Yeah. Okay. Buddy. Sorry, I'm talking to Ben via chat. He's, he's, he's going to reboot. Mm. I was going to say, he's just suddenly I, disappeared from my screen. Yeah, so no, mine's uh, uh, just... Uh, Quick, close the doors. The bugger's going to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bless. Um, just, yeah, just everything all right uh, on the stream, everyone? Uh, yeah, Tetley's just said all good, it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting no uh, drops or anything like that on this side. Uh, just, uh, just double check. That's a very good point Tetley's just raised as well. Mm. Jewel in the States is 50 mil. Yeah, I mean that's I, that's why I don't think Jules will take off here anyway, mm. because of that. So um, yeah, because so, I mean we're limited to tw uh, uh, two uh, twenty milligrams. Mm. I was going to say two percent then, and we had to go at one, didn't we? And yeah, the amount of vapor you get out of it, you know, I got more smoke out of a cigarette than I got out of that Jewel. Let's face it, I think there are better pod systems out there than the Jewel. That's why I can't understand. Where I, I'm, I got the opportunity to try a Jewel, and I thought, I was really looking forward to it, to be honest with you, because of all the hype. I thought, I can't wait to try this, because this is supposed to be the B's and E's of the, paper, the, the pod world. Mm. And Very disappointing. Very, very disappointed. The fit and finish of the actual pod itself it's very rectangular. It's very sharp on the edges. It's not comfortable in the mouth at all. Mm. The flavour that we was getting off it was very, very muted. The vapour that was getting off it was, it was okay. But yeah, in general, I didn't rate note to it. To be honest with you, I think there are far, far superior pod systems out there compared to the Jewel. So I'm the only reason I think that the Jewel have done so well is a their clever marketing. And B, because they've got 50 milligrams in their uh, pod salts. Well, yeah. I think that's the only reason why Jewel uh, are doing so well. Abby's just said uh, vape 50 mil Nick salts for a few weeks. Had to stop because my heart was skipping a beat a lot. Well, that's the feeling like mm. it's skipping a beat now. And then a quick, quick Nick salt and boom, all okay. Some people do have a... 
I mean, let's no. face it. I mean, just on nicotine alone, I mean, people have different tolerances as well, and it's what you've been uh, exposed to. I mean, when I went from vaping to from smoking to vaping, I were on thirty six milligram, mm. and I was well, on that all the time, day in day out, and I was quite happy as Larry. It's like the Nick salts in the the Pasito. You can take twenty mil. I can't. Mm. I mean, we're all different. Me I mean, it's painful. I mean, let's face it. We all have a, a, a nice drink now and again, and mm. some people can drink gallons of the stuff, and then other people can have just one pint and be all over the shop. He's back. No user is offline. He is back. He's Am there. I? You're back. He's back. Am I? Right. You're back. Danger, oh. Will Robinson. Danger. That was like the You're shopkeeper out of Mr. Ben. You went all super robot on me. Did I? It yeah. Oh, oh, we're all all strong now by the looks of it. You got yeah, green bars everywhere. Right. What have I missed? We was just on about jewel and how I think the rubbish. Jewel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I, I tried I tried one. A month ago, something like that, mm. and it was horrible. We was just talking about the actual fit and finish of it, though. The actual mm. fit and finish, it just feels like they've got a piece of aluminium, bent it into a oblong, and then stuck a pod on top of it. There's no finesse about it at all. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, all, all the se the seams and stuff. It looks like it's sort of been. You can see what it's just pressed. Pressed around to make a, an oblong shape, and it mm, literally sure. and it's as sharp as anything. Everywhere that you you touch it, it is sharp. It's got sharp edges. The mm. mouthpiece itself that is sharp. It's very uh, uh, what we're calling the word elongated. Yeah, squarish. Mm. It's just sharp. Whereas yeah. there's lots of pods out there that's really nice, nice in the hand and everything. Yeah, I'd like you say, I think the fifty mil was the only bit. I still say but, the, the marketing of Jewel and the 50 milligrams was its key point. Oh, yeah. It's not about, it's not about the flavours. No. It's about the buzz. Because mm. the flavour, you can barely taste anything. Mm. Yeah. I mean, even if, if something says right. an apple on it, you normally get quite a, a punchy flavour with an apple. Yeah. yeah, the dual one, it, it was just there. Hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, pod systems have their place, and they really do have their place. Um, but as I, me personally, I think it's just so oversaturated with them. Hmm. I, I think that's the problem with them. They are just so oversaturated. And for the consumer... The problem lies is where you're going to get your pods. Now, if there was all like your 510, we've said this many times, if it, they had a fitment that it was a 510, a standard fitment that you could put other pods onto it, then yeah, fair enough. But because you're getting random companies, and I mean literally companies I've never ever heard of, bringing mm. out a pod system, it's so like the actual consumer is not going to be able to buy the pod. And it's another throwaway thing. I mean, that's one thing about the, the beauty about Aspire. You go to any brick and mortar store and they have Nautilus coils. Guarantee you. 
don't matter mm. which don't matter which uh, company they will have nautilus coils in it's one of the reasons i bought the dia dot uh, aio mm. for exactly that reason because it, it comes with the nautilus adapter yeah and i knew then and uh, right but it, but it goes in fads i mean i can, i can't go to a b and uh, b and m without uh, without there being the nord coils on the shelf mm. but as soon as soon as that falls out of favor that's going to disappear. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got a Nord. Hmm. But, uh, whoops. All my screens all screwed up. Oh, gone wide angle there. And there we go. Right. I'm back. <laughs> right. Woosah. It's all right. Woosah. You know, we've all, you've, you've only got, uh, what, 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you've done well, kid. Come on. You've done, you've done really, really well. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've done a lot of vaping this week, and normally we do a, a, a lot more different bits. We did, we've, we've done a lot of TV, etc. Now, Philippines, Ben, mm. with the massive American influence that you were talking about last week, because obviously it, it was the world's largest aircraft carrier, wasn't it, for a while? The it, Philippines, for the, very yeah. much so, yeah. So, the music scene over there. What do you get? Do you get a lot of local stuff? Do you get American stuff um, coming over, or right? And th that's that's actually a, uh, that's actually quite an interesting question. Until a few years ago, everything was basically Western music. Um, we have it's something that I actually got involved with um, when I worked in the Middle East. I used to come over to the Philippines. It's how I got to know the Philippines. I back in '94, I started coming over to the Philippines um, to get bands to go and play in the Middle East hotels. There are factories that manufacture bands here. Um, you'll get our bass, drums, um, probably a keyboard, one male singer and three female singers. That's the format, and they churn these bands out, and they've got. Um, They've got playlists that run from the 60s up until modern music. Mm. And, you know, if, if they've been given a tape. If there's a stretch in the tape, they'll play that stretch. If there's a scratch on the record, they'll play that scratch. These, the, the musicians here are, as far as I'm concerned, they're the best in the world. Um, this country is just so musical. You see a bunch of the real bad amateur ones get going on... Um, onto uh, um, Pop Idol and X Factor and that sort of stuff all over the world. You've had loads of them in the UK. Mm -hmm. Everybody everybody sings here. Everybody sings. Um, but the point being, just a few years ago, the Philippines said, well, we're proud Filipinos. Where's our local music? There is a, there's been, just for a few years, there's been a massive push to get Western music off the radio so more Filipino um, I forget mm. the I forget the uh, the anagram that they use for it, but it's Filipinos' own music. Mm. Um, it's got a lot of uh, it follows the trends in um, in Europe and America. If you know if if grunge is a thing, then grunge is a thing here, but it's done in Filipino. Mm. Uh, if if punk's a thing, punk's done in Filipino. Um, but the music here, you go to any bar, there's a band playing. <laughs> And they are phenomenal musicians. Mm. Phenomenal. Obviously, Journey's huge because the Filipino guy that 
took over as lead singer of Journey. Mm. Arnel Pineda. Oh, yeah, mm. Pineda, yeah. Um, uh, he's, uh, so, uh, middle, of, middle of the road rock, middle of the road uh, American rock is massive here. Mm. Um, you, can, you can see that any night that you want. Um, what else is, is over here? You've got a lot of clubs, that almost like old tea clubs. You know, afternoon tea dance. Mm. Really? Uh, and and you'll, you'll, you'll be listening to um, Frank Sinatra and uh, Elvis Presley and Bing Crosby and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, you can go to clubs just for that style of music. Jazz is big here. Um, you name it. You name it. The music scene is huge. I like the huge. idea of the, the Rat Pack tea dances. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and people, fantastic idea. And people dress up for them. Oh, or, you know the 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 fifties style with the with the narrow black tie and the girls in their gowns and stuff like that. And you just go to go to a club and it's just singer after singer that um, that that perform that sort of music. Those the you know it's often in the hotels to be fair. Mm. But the, but the, but they and there's one of them. There's a very famous DJ over here. Um, he's a bit of a political activist as well, but he owns a chain of music stores and all the rest of it. He's been a DJ here um, for a long time. His show is actually televised every week, and he does a lot of rock and roll and, and, and old stuff. And it's just it's just on one of the local channels. I mean, probably millions of people watch it. But uh, yeah, it, it, uh, any facet of music, it's done here. You know, whether it's thrash metal and death metal, and it's here. And there's people that do it here very, 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 very well. Yeah, it's a big scene, huge scene. It's probably the biggest thing going as far as entertainment mm. goes here. It's, you go out and go and see a band. Mm. Mm. Well, just thinking with you saying sort of the still being classed as third world, not everybody's right. going to be able to afford all the white goods, are they? But most people, exactly. even the poorest, yeah. can normally afford to go down the bar and see a band for a good night out yeah exactly exactly have you seen um i forget what they call themselves now it was the filipino beatles yes um they're really quite well known um the bloom blooming mills or the blooming something, yeah, something they are blooms. amazing they are extra you, 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 you just you know. close your especially the i would say more early beatles you know yeah. from yes sort of like six, yeah 63 to 66 yeah era. yeah if you close your eyes, you would swear blind you're listening to Beatles. They yeah, have got yeah. The, they have got their harmonies because if you listen to Beatles music, very harmonised, yeah. very very harmonised, and, and they've, they've got, got exactly it. the same kit. Yeah. If if he's playing a Rickenbacker, he's got a Rickenbacker. If he's playing through a, a Marshall stack or a Fender or a Music Man or whatever, yeah. that's what they've got. So they're and and I can go up to the Hard Rock Cafe in in Manila here, and they'll be playing on a Friday night or something like that. Mm. Um, as to as to a lot of mu uh, musicians, but um, the, the big the big thing that you'll see is um, the girls love a big ballad. You've got um, I mean you've you, you've had a couple of Filipinos on um, uh, in London for uh, what was the Vietnamese uh, sorry the uh, Vietnam Vietnam War play musical in London. Miss Saigon. Miss Saigon. Mm. She was a Filipina, Leah, Sol Leah Salonga. Um, mm. you, you've had a night of cats. 
uh, and a couple of the other big shows over there have had uh, have had Filipino leads, females. Um, but a big ballad, you know, you go to any karaoke. I walk down the high street tonight, and there'll be I don't know 10, 15 karaoke's going off. Everybody singing Celine Dion and uh, and. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 whatever you know, Whitney, Whitney Houston, and that's the uh, that's the thing. <laughs> just look at it on the internet. There's just millions of, them. and everybody can sing. It's frightening. Underneath my t, underneath my TV over there is a a magic mic, which is a Filipino yeah. brand with the with the two microphones. Uh, and if I, you know, I've only got to step outside for ten minutes, and the missus in here with a microphone and, and giving it loads. Awesome. But uh, yeah, yeah, music's huge here, huge. And music and uh, musician musicianship is 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 phenomenal. Mm. You know, you, you go go on the internet and look for a you know, there's a ten year old playing uh, playing Guns and Roses, mm. absolutely no, no perfect, and the, <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, the, the the riff that shall not be played in music stores. You know, little little kids playing it on ukuleles and God knows There's what else. There's nothing wrong with Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Mind, it's more likely to be the immigrant song these days, isn't it? So. <laughs> Horsham, Horsham's just put an interesting one in. Uh, he saw Miss Saigon and they were using cigar lights. Oh, in place of the real fags on stage. Mm. Oh, that's yeah, okay. There you go. The tag the Tagalog Elvis says Tetley Man. Um, which one? But they have a competition every year, which is televised, and there's uh, ten or fifteen Elvises, Filipino Elvises, that get on stage and vie for um, uh, for Elvis. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a thing here. But there's there's one because it's caused more shootings and stabbings and violence than any other song. It's like you have the Stairway to Heaven riff that you can't play on a guitar in a guitar store. Mm, you yeah. cannot sing it. You cannot sing My Way at a uh, karaoke. Ooh. Google it. Google That's it. That's my tune. My, <laughs> my, really? my, way, my Way Philippines. It's caused so much trouble that uh, <laughs> there are signs up. No my way. Like like it's no stairway to heaven. No my yeah. way. <laughs> there's, there's two songs I will slaughter on karaoke. <laughs> one's my way, and the other ones can't. Um, falling in love with you, the Elvis. Eyes, men. So yeah. I can have one note in my head. I play a bit of guitar and a bit of ukulele, but I haven't got a note in my head. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, oh, and the green, green grass of home. I can do that one when I'm really pissed. But... A bit of Tom Jones. Ooh, bit of Tom Jones. Bit of Tom Jones. <laughs> you play Sweet. like you're in the valley. <laughs> Sweet Caroline, if I'm forced. Oh, I, 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 everybody, I, do you know everybody, jo everybody joins in and can't hear you. <laughs> well, you know my musical past. I have never done a karaoke. Yeah. No, yeah. refuse point blank. Yeah. We'll I've done two or three when I'm pissed, but uh, no, I can't sing. I choose not to sing um, and avoid it at every opportunity. Oh, neither can I. I mean, I, I carry a tune in a colander, I'm telling you, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> what is the whales beaching on Skeggy Beach? When... <laughs> oh, God. 
the dolphins clicking away going, make him stop, make, make him stop. stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm glad we, we've touched on as much vapey stuff as we have because obviously there was so much we, we didn't get to talk about last week. Mm. So it's been really nice to sort of catch up on that stuff. Christ, it's 10 to 11. Quarter to 11. Yeah. It's gone yeah, so man. quick. <laughs> and you've not even seen what the what's happening in the Grand Prix. I took, well, I've turned the telly off, so I, I haven't got a clue. Don't oh, tell don't, me. Don't no. tell you. S- spoiler. I, and I'll turn fucking chat off. Excuse me, which I'll turn chat off. There you go. I'm going to reduce <laughs> chat, just in case anybody puts it in there. I'll watch, I'll, I'll watch, I'll watch the highlights afterwards. <laughs> 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 somebody went fast and somebody won. <laughs> there were a first, second and third. That's what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I have. I've literally reduced. I've, I've uh, shrunk chat. I'm not going to look at it, just in case... Somebody puts it, spoils it for me. And Joe does Ring of Fire. Oh, there good choice. Go. There you go. Really? Actually, her. Did you, the Johnny, Johnny Cash. Of her. Yeah. If, you, if you've got the voice for it, that sounds awesome on karaoke. Oh, karaoke. Mm. Yeah. Says, says the man that used to sit on stage plucking away at the cigar box. I mean, I'll do my own stuff and, and that lot. Yeah, I'm quite happy to do. I mean, I used to gig and that lot back in the day, but uh, no, I've never been into karaoke. Never. I'll tell you what, Ben. He, he's he got a voice that's just C16. Yeah, that sort of style of blue is brilliant. Right. Actually, I learned to play guitar when I was... I'm sorry, I was forced to play guitar when I was eight. My parents... Both played piano, and I showed no interest in the pianos. They forced me to pick up a guitar when I was eight. I had this full... I was eight. I'm, I'm only five foot six now, but I was even tinier then. I mean, I remember walking down the road, as you used to be able to in those days, um, with a full-size acoustic strapped around me that I couldn't see. Oh, that's gorgeous. Oh, I've seen that online. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I play. <laughs> And I, I used to go and see Mrs. Rolfe, I remember. She was one of my teachers uh, during mm. the day at, at school. She forced me to play guitar. As soon as she moved away, which was about two, I had about two years of lessons. She moved away, guitar went under the bed, and I thought nothing of it. A couple of my mates um, at school uh, formed a, a blues band. Um, they were called uh, Rhythm Method and Safe Sax. Two sax players, or a sax and a trumpet player, and uh, a four-piece, or five-piece with a vocalist. Um, and um, these guys didn't, I, I was a rugby player, I was a drinker, I was this and that, and these guys were getting laid. So yep. I said, if I get my guitar out, can I, can I, can I join in? And um, they still play today. Yeah. The same guys, they've not moved away from home or anything, they still play today. And uh, we used to do Blues Brothers, um, Dr. Feelgood, um, George Thurgood and the Destroyers, and a few, oh, you know, just just real, real simple, you know, three chord, twelve bars, middle eight, turn round, and uh, just play the pubs, and it was just so much fun. We were shit, and it was so much fun. Yes, so uh, yeah, and then I stopped again. I, I, I've got I've got a Gibson ES three three five here. Oh nice. That, uh, that probably hasn't been picked up in five years. Mm. 
and, I, and I've got a little a little ukulele that I'm trying to learn to play at the moment. I've got a couple of ukuleles. Um, my favourite is me Strat. I've got a Fender 1971, American made. Is that is that I was going to say that's that's CBS, right? Yeah, pre-Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah pre-Japanese that one. That's, yeah, that's I, my baby. I, I, but then the rest of them are all bangers and junk that I've thrown together and built myself. And a couple, yeah, couple of banjos. I, I've got a 1920th. Uh, you can just see it just in the corner there, next mm. to there, yeah. just there. Yeah, you can just see it. That is a 1920s Zenith uh, banjo. So yeah. Wow, my Mike. Funny enough, my grandfather played banjo and uh, and harmonica. Back in you know, he, I mean, he's I don't know. He was in his 80s when he died in the 70s, so mm. he, was, he was an old man. When you know, I, really old. When I used to really when, when I used to do the big blues festivals, I used to have my bass drum, my hi hat, my organ, <laughs> and my guitar all in one go, and sing. That was fun. <laughs> oh, it's a one, complete one man band I was, and uh, yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly I, enjoyed it. I can't vape, look at the camera, and look at chat at the same time. So how you did all of that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So when I turn around to say to my wife that I can't multitask, I've got no excuse. <laughs> I think it's worth mentioning Horsham's, uh, Horsham's comment. I used to sing through my bottom, went to an audition, but got thrown off stage for clearing my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Good that. <laughs> I love the way you put sorry, BFG, big sick sense of humour. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this rumour got started that I'm the one that doesn't swear and do stuff. <laughs> I swore Not earlier. A... I dropped an F-bomb earlier so I spilled a beer. So. No, no. I do apologise. You, you hit it well, darling. Yeah, hit it very well. <laughs> Trust me, kiddies, off screen, I get Tourette's. Uh, I think we all do, yeah. Oh, I've got to, I swear like a trooper. I, I, I'm constantly, whilst we're on here, I'm constantly aware of of the vocabulary that I'm using. Constantly, it's difficult. I swear yeah. every every other word normally. I to be only, fair, I only swear when I'm, 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 I'm angry. Mm. <coughs> That's I have been known to use it sort of as a descriptive yeah. <laughs> quite a lot. But because oh. I know Firstborn's exactly. watching, Firstborn's watching the stream. Right. And the last thing he wants to see is his old man effing and jeffing all the time. So. <laughs> I think sometimes oh. there is. Let's be right. There is a time and a place for it. When you saw like there's a bunch of you just getting together and you're not on a live show, but I think mm. some live shows mm. it's too much effing and jeffing and. And I oh, think yeah. it's distracting. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, there's, there's no reason why you shouldn't moderate it. I mean, if you actually hear me in normal, in normal mode, mm. I'm am swearing all the time. But as Billy Connolly says, I, I think it was him said, "Yes, I do know lots of words, but I like fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Works every time. <laughs> that was a time and a place. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, we're coming up to the two-hour mark. We certainly are. So are we going to wrap it up for this week? Cause I, we are. I just want to say a huge thank you to Ben for joining us again. 
It's been a giggle. He's gone so quick, hasn't it? It's worrying how easy it is to bounce around off the three of us. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Oh. Well, there's plenty more mods there to see at any other time. <laughs> I, I think Joe's going to blame his divorce on you, Mark. He got his, got his missus listening to blues music through your vids. Cool. That's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Your Honour. I'd like to enter Exhibit A solo. <laughs> oh, bless. So, yeah, Ben, thank you so much for joining us, mate. I appreciate it. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Wow. Highlight, of my, highlight of my week. I love it. Oh, it's been bless brilliant. you, dude. Oh, bless you. Well, I know we've had the little Mr. Ben's this afternoon, but, you know, it's the way of YouTube, isn't it? Every now and again, the internet decides to go soddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I say a massive thank you to Mark? As always, my co-host, my partner in crime. Small in stature, cute, but large of heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the best way of describing him. <laughs> Dimin diminutive, but perfectly formed. I think his good lady would say so. <laughs> and I've got a huge right. willy. <laughs> That's what I do with I'm off to enjoy my wife. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just scratching now. <laughs> Yes, Professor Vapes, bit early. Yes, it is, but <laughs> it's been one of them days, mate. Right, <laughs> moving on to chat. Thank you so much. Without you guys, there really isn't a show, and it's been you've been absolutely brilliant this week. The amount of information we get out of chat mm. is amazing. Yeah, and the stuff I've we go away and look at. I've closed my chat, and I don't know how to open it up again. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Stop I'll leave it. it. <laughs> oh, and a big thank you to all the spanners. You've another fantastic job, guys. Bless you. I didn't see much naughty going on in in chat today. Was there? There wasn't. No, there never is. Because I always say it, and I, I will say it to anybody that will listen. We have one of the friendliest chat rooms. On YouTube. Mm, we do. On um, both shows. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. The I'll change it next week. <laughs> We're aiming for a you, fall now. You can, still be, a fall. you can still be slapped with a banana, little lad. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Right. So, over to Mark. <laughs> over, over to me. Well, we'll give Ben his. I'll let Ben say his goodbyes before I say yes, mine. Yes, indeed. Go on then, Ben. Say your goodbyes. Bye. Thanks for the opportunity. It's you know, it's just one of the oiks from chat gets to come on here. It's brilliant. Somebody else should try it. It's brilliant fun. You know, all thanks for the opportunity. It's it's brilliant. I just love this. And and obviously, obviously, thanks to chat. <laughs> And them putting up with me for Christmas. 
Well, I, I, I think whoever follows you has got a challenge now because they're going to have to yeah. make the cornflake corn tin uh, <laughs> down camera. <laughs> I'm going to have to try and make one of them. <laughs> but has your son got a, uh, a webcam you can nick off of him? Uh, you'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. There you go. Right, I'm yeah, going to so say... That's it. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Pleasure. Right, I'm going to say my goodbyes. Ben, it's been absolutely awesome with your kid out. I've thoroughly, thoroughly... And learnt so much as well. So, yeah, thank you very much. It's been brilliant. BFG, what more can I say? It's all my fault, is it's it? It's all your fault. <laughs> Chat, just want to give you I'll guys... i Good lad. <laughs> uh, chat, I want to give you guys a big shout out and the people that was watching on the replay as well. Thank you for supporting us. It's always awesome. I'm going to wrap this one up. Let's everyone say tra and I'll put the, te the outro on. Ready? One, two, three. Bye. <laughs> I wanted to have dun 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 but yeah, I might get done for that. Oh, I like that. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. Oh, oh, because we're not broadcasting. I can put.